0: Hi I'm Chuck and Deb and welcome to Biker Life Radio. We're truly grateful and thankful that you've joined us today. We've got a very unique show lined up just for you
1: biker life radio is for those who ride and those who inspire to ride we are here to reveal the truth behind the motorcycle mystique and bring real life stories of the biker lifestyle
0: yes we are and we have a sponsor we should acknowledge today deb
1: today's show sponsor is tony and guy hairdressing academy out of colorado springs colorado so if you are ready to put your chins to the wind knees in the breeze and seats in the saddle then hang on and let's Get rolling.
0: And we are getting rolling, and this is going to be a little bit different show than normal, Deb. Um, we're on the road. We're, we're actually uh, broadcasting live right now from outside of Canyon, Canyon City, City in Colorado. And uh, it's been uh, one heck of, uh, well, it's over a week couple now. Couple of weeks, I think. It's yeah. been a couple of weeks. <laughs> so if you've been wondering what happened to Chuck and Deb, we're still here. We are. It's just that we've been sort of off the grid, wouldn't you say, Deb? I think that's a good way to put it. That's
1: a great way to put it. And I think we're rolling in a couple of different ways these days too.
0: So we'll talk about that. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's go ahead and talk about it. So where do we get started is the question. Over how long, I can't keep, I have no idea what's going on with the days, where we are, or anything like that. Today is Friday. Today is Friday, and I think Uh, two weeks. A week ago Friday, I was on the road on the way to Colorado. Yes. I left that uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, right? Yes. So it's been how many days then? So it's been Tuesday, Tuesday seven days.
1: Yes, well, it's you, been, seven, eight, eight, it's nine, been what? correct, yeah, it, it's correct. probably, uh, <laughs> hey, we can't do math, is that what <laughs> the problem? I'm throwing yes. it at
0: you, we got to be able to do the math. Well, you, so it was seven were, days on Tuesday, this last Tuesday. Yes, that's and correct. And so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so 10 days. Yes, it's
1: been it's 10 been days. It's been 10 days. Yes, that's true. 10 good.
0: days since uh, we've been on the road, and um, think a lot of things have happened since I left last Tuesday, <laughs> and uh, we've just been extremely busy um with all sorts of things which we're going to try to fill you in on as we get moving here on the show tonight but we want to thank everybody for joining us um it's been quite an adventure quite honestly (laughs) it's been an adventure uh, is a great way to put it we've got uh, even more of an adventure heading our way i do believe yes Uh, we've uh experiencing something really for the first time for deb and i tonight we're actually as i mentioned before we're out just outside of uh, canyon city in colorado and uh, that's near the royal gorge which we will probably go to tomorrow but it's our first night in a uh, campground rv park yeah and an rv park yeah and the only disappointing thing about this and i'll give you um uh, i guess an inside view prior to getting started the only disappointing thing about this is there's no motorcycle to show you today And I'll cover that as we get going.
1: Yeah, that is the disappointment. Now, Deb, I I don't want
0: to be the one that sits here and talks the whole time. So you've got to say something, okay? I
1: I will say something because this is an adventure. We have not done um, the RV lifestyle, but we are excited to make that part of our future. And as you can see, our home on wheels is behind us. And, you know, we had master grand plans of doing motorcycling first. You actually hit the road on Thumper. You're... Um, beautiful oh. Harley Davidson and uh, it didn't end up quite the way we had envisioned uh, and, and we'll go over hand, that yeah. and we'll talk all about that but you that's know. a great
0: story all in and of itself believe me so stick <laughs> around you're going to want to hear that story
1: yes absolutely but you know it's you, you have to take life and this has kind of been a, a life lesson in many ways is that I believe that you have to be adaptable and flexible and, you know, willing to just go through the experience and be okay with that. And that's what we've had to do this we've time. with. We've been okay with, it. It's been been tough okay with in it some ways. And you know <laughs> the difficulty not. is is I think that I am I'm a mega planner. I'm a master planner. <laughs> and you are the fly by the seat of your pants kind of guy. And so I really worked hard to just let the trip happen the way ever, however that was meant to be..
0: Yeah. And And here's the deal, Deb. The sun's going down, so we're probably going to lose our light. It took us so long to get hooked up and everything set up as far as the audio that that Deb set up, that Deb took uh, on the plane, and I (laughs) guess we should get started there. But Deb boxed up everything on the plane uh, that we needed for our podcast and for our YouTube page and Facebook and all that good stuff. So Deb carried that on the plane, and she left on Wednesday.
1: Okay, so, so I, I left last Tuesday. Right, by motorcycle, and yep. I left on Wednesday via airplane. That's right. And again, our goal was to get to the same T-night. destination Yeah, yeah. <laughs> several Five, days later. Four, four, days, four later, days later. Four
0: days later was the plan.
1: That's right. The plan, the master plan <laughs> of all the plans. And uh, so, talk a little bit about your trip and things that you experienced and kind of what's led us to. Well,
0: first of all, I want to give a shout out to Dan. Dan's v twin and Dan Dan I love you you're you're great mm-hmm. you're fantastic Dan was there really for me throughout the entire trip and from day one I was running into problems <laughs> yes but from uh, the beginning you left la- minute you the, laughed yeah well not actually the minute why do you say the minute well it
1: was the first hundred miles into it your trip. It was the first
0: gas up, okay? Okay. And I decided to check the oil and do all that good thing because I really loaded down my bike. <laughs> I really did. I tried to take every precaution necessary for any event on the road, but there was one I didn't do. So you want to stick around to learn that one thing so that you make sure you, that you do it. And actually, I've learned a whole heck of a lot on this ride uh, here. So... Uh, yeah, I left out and our, my first time I gassed up, I checked the oil and I was burning oil. I was running really low on oil. So I called Deb and so he said, let's give Dan a call and see what Dan says. And Deb, Dan, Dan was sort of, hmm, you know, <laughs> we were not sure. Let's go another 100 miles and see how that works out. So we went another 100 miles and that was the other thing. My gas mileage, I usually get at least 120 miles before I flip over to reserve. I was flipping over to reserve right around 100. In this case, I flipped over to reserve right at 90 the first time I pulled over. That's a big change. It was a huge change and um, which plagued me in the entire trip, by the way. But uh, Demp's, Dan said let's go ahead and let's check it out the next time. So go for it. And I was like fired up. I mean, I'm enjoying the ride, everything. I'm, I'm so into it. And I just want to keep moving. And Deb says let's do it. So we decided we're going to go ahead and keep moving forward. So it appeared that things were better on the second try. So we decide, I decided to keep moving, keep going. And I ended up in Tallahassee, stopped there. And I had to get off on a side road to get some gas, and I noticed my clutch, it's, it felt like it was slipping, and so I decided to go to the Harley Davidson there and actually have them check out my clutch. Uh, I want to give some kudos there, uh, because at first when they, they told me it was sounded like it was only going to be a $20 bill, <laughs> that, you know, just for them to check it out, make any adjustment like that, it actually ended up 80 but I got to remember the gentleman's name. I think it was, oh man, I'm sorry, I forgot his name. Justin, maybe? Justin, I know, I know, I'm pounding on the the table table to try to remember. (laughs) Uh, But he actually, actually lowered the bill down to about $60, he was really kind. And then, you know, there was a very unique uh, mechanic that came out, and his name was Billy, all right? I remember his name was Billy, he worked on my bike, and apparently Billy had been there for like 20 something years. Somebody was telling me while I was waiting in the lobby, which I met a neat woman, which we'll try to get her on the show later as well. Um, but Billy was really uh, unique, and he made a very big impression on me. I'm not sure why. It was sort of like it was sort of like he was sort of enamored. Uh, is that the right word? Ana- uh, enamored enamored uh, with what was going on with me. And uh, he did say that he lubed up on bike and everything. So anyway, I'll pass that story. I ended up. I stayed the night in Pensacola. Made it there. And, man, I was burnt. I was burned out. It was a long day, a lot of heat, uh, Mm. and I was having to stop, you know, like I said, every 100 miles to make sure that I didn't run out of gas. Um, So the next day was uh, a little bit different. I had to make – I had to change plans. I had had plans to go up to the Natchez Trace, and because of the time, uh, I got started late again. I was late, you know, getting into Pensacola. It was real late that night. And so I decided I'm just gonna take the fast, fast route, the fastest route. And I ended up going through um, Alabama and then up through Mississippi and then uh, all, all the way through Louisiana, which I did complain that the <laughs> Louisiana roads were so terrible that they banged up and dented my rims and tires. I don't know if they did it or not yet, but it sure did feel like it. <laughs> I hit one bump that was so bad that it actually knocked one of my um, saddlebags came loose and uh, the zipper on the saddlebag stretched and it just came apart. And so I had to, I had to do some... End- some. In- engine- <laughs> what I did is actually, what I did is threw the saddlebag on top of my other bag and netted it down until I got to the uh, hotel I was gonna be at and then that night or the next morning actually, I, I can't remember the next, I think it was the next morning, yes, I um, used zip ties zip ties are very important <laughs> at least they were for me maybe you want to carry some zip ties with you on your uh bike trails so the roads there were, were really bad i don't know there was they were just horrible but uh overall the the trip was good it was a lot of heat a lot of heat so that was uh, i made it to Boisier. Boisier is that right uh, Boisier or shreveport yeah, Boisier. Mm-hmm. and it was a nice actually it was a as a casino that i stopped at. i said i was going to give myself a treat And I didn't even go into the casino at all. The room was real nice. It was very cheap. It was $59. I couldn't believe it. What a deal. It was a real (laughs) deal. It was a great deal. And you said the room was beautiful. You sent me, we did video. It was, yeah. Yeah, it was was was, nice, huge. It was beautiful. (laughs) We got to go back by there because that was pretty neat. I would like to be able to experience it, uh, but I was too beat. Uh, I was beat basically the whole trip from the heat, a lot of heat the whole way. And I just thought, you know, before the trip, I was just thinking, oh, man, we've done this before and we've done it with groups. And it's a lot easier with groups for some reason. I just don't know why. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's the support that you have along the way. And. I did love every bit of it. The heat, the heat got to me. I didn't know as I was going along, I was dehydrating, even though I was drinking. Uh, Deb gave me her little coaching patch, so <laughs> I had a bottle of water that I kept on my side as I as I ran up the road, and I had plenty of Gatorades. That was part of the reason my bike was weighed R- down so heavy, much, right? Um, and that might have led up to the coming situation. Uh, so I left out of uh, Shreveport, and it, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't have my directions so my bad i had saved these directions i'd sent them to me from google and i spent a whole day doing you that spent i spent a long did. time i spent a whole day on these directions and i sent them to myself on google but i couldn't find them and i all i had to do is and i had them broken down in the legs that i was going to go in and i couldn't find it so basically i just i said to my phone you know here's where i want to go and i think it was Texarkana, which is where i was heading and I got on the strangest road. First of all, what was noticed, I was going, they, the speed limit was 75 mile an hour. Mm. And then here I am. Remember, I've got to be paying attention to gas because every 100 miles, I've got to make sure I get gas. And I'm on this road, but it's not the interstate. It's a, it's a highway, but it's 75 mile an hour. And there's no gas stations on these exits. I had to pull over on one exit because I was getting so close and, and asked my phone to send me to the nearest gas station, which I didn't make to. And, uh, and then it was, it was sorry, of, I sort of got mixed up uh, where I was and then I actually ended I finally got there got, got to Texarkana. And even on this trip, I had a scenic route planned, I wanted to do the Talamina ride, I was going to do there that Neil told us about that we didn't get to make this year, I wanted to do that Mountain View ride. And I was so beat when I got to Texarkana and there was a lot of traffic, and I wasn't sure my phone was taking me in the right direction. So finally, I said, My phone, I said, fastest route to Amarillo, Amarillo, Texas, because that was my next stop. Okay. That was my next where I had to make it uh, that night to Amarillo. And so it took me down. Was it was 85, Deb, or 82 87. or 87. 82 or 87. 87. And again, for the first, uh, first of all, I went down this major interstate, and it was t- it looked like it was going to be going through Dallas. I was like, I don't want to go through Dallas. Probably forty, I think. Yeah, it was forty. Yeah, I think it was forty. I yeah. think it was forty. And then it, uh, and then it took me off onto that. I think it was eighty-seven, and there was again no gas station. So I had this panic, <laughs> like the whole time. I had to keep watching what was going on, and I would talk to people on the side of the road, and they would reassure me that there were some gas stations up there. Well, I finally made it to a place called Sherman. And at this point, I'm looking at it, and there's just no way I'm going to make it to Amarillo. I think I called you, right? And I think it was like four hours left, it four was, or five yeah. hours left to Amarillo. It
1: was late in the day, and there and was no way I was going to make it. Yeah, I, it wasn't, I wasn't going to happen.
0: So I was. I just. I decided to get something to eat. At a great Mexican restaurant that I stopped out. It was great food. They messed up my order, but it actually worked out real good. <laughs> it was I a loved good mess it. Up. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I ended up staying at a hotel, at Best Western. That was uh, a good stay there. And uh, the next morning I headed out. Yes. and uh, I went back on their road. Uh, I think it was '87, and it changed a little bit. It actually, from that point forward, it was like there were four lanes versus the two that I were on, and there there were more stops, so I didn't have to worry so much about gas. And actually, Deb was kind enough to help uh help me plan it out. I think the night before where we were, where I was going to stop for gas right. to make sure that I didn't run out, um, because it, you know it was it was every hundred miles, and I you know that was when I had to put on a reserve, and I just didn't know where I was going or. What was ahead of me and it actually worked out pretty good I didn't have to make all the stops I actually made a little bit further so uh, outside of Wichita Falls I passed the Harley Davidson I said to myself you know maybe I should have stopped there but they did. where there was no signs in advance uh, as I was going up uh, that same road I think it was 87 87 right? hmm and also one of the things that was pretty cool is they got those big um, windmills out there in the fields yes and I actually happened to pass one of them they had one of the the what would you call it? The fan? I don't. Know.
1: Yeah, one of the windmill blades. One of the, blades, arms, one of one the, of the blades, blades. Yeah.
0: This thing had to be like fifty foot long, and I passed it on my motorcycle, and that was right outside, right after I passed that uh, Wichita Harley Davidson uh, site. So my bike uh, was sounding a little bit weird. I felt, I heard the lifters, um, which is not unusual uh, with my bike, uh, especially. I usually run. Um, I I during the summer I run standard oil through it and uh, sometimes i'll run that synthetic through and, and i hear the lifters a little bit more but um as i was going i, I started to notice and i was pushing thumper a little bit thumper likes to go fast all right thumper mm-hmm. likes to do good so i was hitting 75 <laughs> 80 and thumper was liking it thumper didn't like it when we went through the small towns and that's my bike if you haven't figured it out that's what i call my bike dyna wide glide and uh you know, Thumper just did not like slowing down. and But I knew I had to take it easy on Thumper. It was like, a, I don't know what it was out there at the time. Over it was hot. hundred. Well, I, I found out right that 100. it was 100, right? And so outside of a town called Childress, as I was picking up speed, leaving town, all of a sudden I hear this whiz. Mm. I hear a whiz. And uh, it was like I wasn't going anywhere. It was almost like a, a belt broke. And I immediately shut off the engine, which I had been planning for. If that ever happened, I was going to shut down the engine immediately, which I did. So I was a few miles outside of this town called Childress. And apparently I was out there. I got off the phone. I called Deb. Let her know right away what was going on. I called uh, AAA and let them know that, the matter of fact, when I got on the phone, I said, uh, um, I have an emergency situation. I'm out in the middle of the desert, which I was, and I might be uh, experiencing um, dehydration. dehydration here shortly. And, uh, you know, so heat, heat uh, what is that? Heat stroke. Heat stroke too, mm-hmm. something He's like next. that out there. Yeah. Because I had to let them know because I've been riding all day and I was hot. And even though I was hydrating, it, it really it apparently enough. it wasn't enough to come to find out a little bit later. So uh, it took some time because there was a tow truck, uh, uh, they said it was 90 minutes out. And there was no shade. Now here was my bad. One of the things that I didn't prepare for that I told you earlier, is I had this vision in my head, I don't know what they call them, I call them like they're their heat blankets that for emergency situations right. Chair, they're blankets, they're right. little square things, they're a little small. And I thought, well, if I carried one of those, they have a reflective side on it, and I could put this over the top of me because there was no trees. There's there was no cover whatsoever no, out there. Wide open. And I couldn't I mean I tried to sit behind the bike where there's a little bit of shadow. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: little <laughs> bit of shadow good. shade. Yeah, whatever. So I'm <laughs> I'm there
0: waiting for this to happen the all the whole time. And what was sort of interesting and we have got a picture of this is uh I said, oh, good, sort of to myself as the bike broke down. <laughs> I saw this hill, this house, a couple of houses on the hill, and I saw, like, this driveway, this gate that was there, and I thought, oh, okay, I'll pull, you know, this is great. I'll just pull right here alongside the road, and I'll go up the house. Well, the, uh, the road to the house was all, excuse me, was all weeds. Yeah. And it I couldn't even growth. tell if the house was occupied or not. Right. So I didn't end up going up there to, you know, see if anybody could help me or not. So after this time, somebody showed up. Is like this person just appeared, and uh, it, it was the best thing that ever happened. Uh, mm-hmm. Jason appeared, and Jason came out, and it seemed seemed like to me seemingly nowhere. I said, "I think I said, I don't know. We, we're going to get him on the show." Uh, but it was like, uh, uh, you know, "Oh hey, how you doing?" Well, thanks for stopping. I said, "You know what? You know." And he, he he went on to help you know he went on to help me and uh, I he said what's going on I said well I've got you know I've got somebody coming for a tow and uh, I said I do have uh, <laughs> this is what I brought with me believe it or not I brought some toe straps. I said, I've you got did. these toe straps. I said, we could wrap them around here if you want to pull me down the road to someplace. You, you didn't tell me that We no, yeah, told him that. <laughs> yeah, and He's like, ah, that has never worked out too good for me in the past. I I really would rather not do that. I said, okay. I, I uh, said, And so then he says, you know, I'm about 30 miles up the road. My dad has a trailer. He calls him Pops. He my Pops has a trailer. He says, he, he you know, I'll call him and see if he'll come down, put it on the trailer. You can st- come stay at our house, and, you know, we got a mechanic down the road. You can leave it with him or or leave the bike in my garage. And I'm, I'm freaking out because as Deb Mo's, I'm not used to taking um, – Help. help. I'm not used to... <laughs> I, I, I don't ask people for a lot of help. I don't ask people for a lot of things. I like to try to take care of things myself. And I said to the guy, <laughs> I said, and, and uh, I, I think I remember talking to you, right, Deb? Didn't I say something to you about it? Um. You just weren't sure what to think, and I think well, he probably was thinking the same thing. Well, no, no, I said to you, I said, uh, you know, he he's invited me to go to his house, and he, you know, Deb, I really don't like that. I, you know, I don't want to, you know, strange to me, and so so. What I did is, I ended up telling Jason. I said, Jason, this is really tough for me. I said, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I said, I'm not used to doing this, but okay. You know, and uh, so anyway, what ended up happening is uh, he started noticing some things that were going on with me. He started he they him and his wife, uh, which by the way, her name is I would I would say it was Karen, but it was Deb, Caron <laughs> uh and so they they had just got back from shopping in that town Childress, and so he had to clear out his back seat in his pickup so that I could get in there and put it in the back of his pickup truck, and about that time as he clean that out. See, he had a plan. He had a plan. He saw what was going on with me. He told me a little bit later and he'll tell you on the show. Uh, but he had a plan that, you know, to, to, he was already doing all that stuff while I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. And right. I'm sort of freaking out out there, making sure I've got this and that and my helmet and all that. So I, do, we get in, I get in the truck and, you know, we're about ready to head out. All of a sudden the AAA guy shows up. So, you know, I said, Hey, you know, Jason, don't have your dad come. He, you know, you might want to check with your dad. So Jason called his dad. His dad had the trailer all hooked up but he hadn't left yet. I said, Well, this guy's here, you know, no you need to have your dad, you know, go out of his way to, you know, waste an hour, you know, to come get me. So basically, uh the they got the my bike up on the tow truck and what we did is we took it to Jason's house. And uh that's where the really neat story kicked in because uh You know, this is a stranger. It's during the coronavirus, it's during all these strange times and things that are going on. And these kind people invite me into their home to stay in their home. And they invite me to bring my bike to their home and that's where the thumper was unloaded. And uh, I told Deb about it and Deb decided we had, actually we were talking on the side of the road at that time about you wanted me to rent a car and I'm sort of chuckling there's no car rentals here
1: <laughs> so i'm looking and where there are no car rentals there that's
0: for sure <laughs> they're just small towns man there's nothing yeah. there
1: and we were trying to figure out what to do we talked about having um thumper toad to the harley dealer in amarillo which was right. the closest location that we could do that rather than going backward um you know we talked about a whole lot of different options and solutions and you know, once Jason showed up, it just made Change. good sense. Yeah. It ta- it just changed plans a little bit, and we had to it, we had time to make a good, solid decision rather than. You know, something so sporadic, so spontaneous, so yeah, quick to make. I, had, maybe the wrong I even made a
0: call to the Best Western to see if somebody would can get me because that's what the AAA lady told me. She said, "Call Best Western, see if they'll come get you."
1: <laughs> because the tow trucks with COVID were very clear that they, that they may not even me. be able to take you inside right. the vehicle with them because of what's going on with it the was coronavirus. Just, it was so just, we had no idea or even thought that that could be a possibility. I'm like, really? They're not. You're stranded on the side of the road, and they're going to take your motorcycle, but not you. And now absolutely
0: that's the case yeah so thank goodness that for jason and his wife uh, that came by and i stayed with them and deb actually rented a car you got up what what time that next morning? That was the same. That was the next day. Yeah. in the morning, right? So
1: that evening, we kind of in my on my side of it, which I was already in Colorado at the time, and so the which best four hundred
0: and sixty Guys, miles. Four hundred and sixty miles. Guys, I away. almost
1: made it. Four hundred and
0: sixty miles. Oh right. man, that hurts me.
1: Yeah. So we, you know, the best thing I said, it, and this was Fourth of July. The next day was Fourth of July holiday, so I decided. Well, let yeah. me rent a vehicle, a car. To make it fastest, easiest way to get there, I could get up in the morning. We could do a turn and burn and get back for Fourth of July and have uh, an okay, you know, yeah, see exhaustive. The fireworks. That was see your the plan. Fire- That's right. See you the were like, fireworks. We could see the fireworks. The you know? city was doing a, a really big thing um, and gonna post it so that everyone around the city could see the fireworks, and that was kind of my thing. I was, let's at least let's experience the Fourth of July the best that we can. So I get down to where you are located which is in Memphis, Texas. Memphis, Texas, not Tennessee, Texas. Texas. And you know, we start talking and I get there and actually you have Thumper opened up trying to do your own determination and investigation of what could have possibly gone wrong Correct. and very clearly the minute the covers were off you saw that was the can shaft
0: bearing So So, let me just back up a second because I got to spend the 4th of July with Jason and his family. I got to meet pops and mom and uh, it was just a really neat time. These were just such great people and I was sort of so out of it uh, that all I did was just take it easy and take in this small town atmosphere that is a small town of about 2,000 people. And it for me, it was just a really great experience, even though it was really difficult for me to accept that. I had my own room, and we shared a bathroom. It was a, you know, they, they had a nice place, um, and uh, it was just really neat. Uh, Pops would bring over in the morning, or when he came by, he would always bring some Sonic drinks and uh, just a great guy and so i had uh, the fourth of july a meal with them and it was just really neat it was a a fantastic experience and and they were just great people to treat me the way they did and took care of me the way they did and it was just a true blessing that uh, i will never forget and my bike is still there so deb you can tell the rest of the story so well and i think you know the
1: the blessing is is that i got there that fourth of july morning at about 11, 11.30. I don't know what time it was. I actually was up on the road um, just around 4.30 that morning in order for us to get that turn and burn in and still get back to where we needed to be, where our schedule was. And I got down there and realized that maybe I didn't need to do that. And so Jason and Carone were gracious enough to, uh, you know, be open to me staying the night too, so that we could kind of, again, get a plan of action in place. So we ended up staying, our 4th of July was in Memphis, Texas. Um, They were so gracious. They were wonderful hosts. Mom and pops helped make that 4th of July dinner. Uh, So, you know, and Jason and Carone did some fabulous steaks on the grill. Yep. and then they were having a great firework display in their yeah. hometown too at this their stadium and so we were able to you know get fairly close and watch the fireworks and it ended up being a phenomenal Fourth of July, it that really we will was. probably talk about forever. So, you know, that was a blessing. And then the next day we got up and started again thinking about it. We couldn't necessarily talk to anyone because of the holiday. We couldn't holiday, find we out. Couldn't do anything. We couldn't find out so estimates. We, we couldn't get ideas of pricing so the, and yeah, yeah, things like that. So, the Fourth of July, we were just kind of stuck. And it was, uh, I'm grateful that we stuck around in order to, you know, kind of do our brain power storming, brainstorming together to find some solutions.
0: Because one thing we have to sort of back up, because one of the things that we were talking about is when Jason was there, he noticed that I wasn't sweating anymore. And apparently that is a, that's moving into some serious heat stroke issues. And uh, that's when he was cleaning out the back of his pickup, wanted to get me in there, wanted to get me taken care of. So apparently I was really... He, he quite possibly could have saved my lives, folks, uh, the way I see it. Uh, it's very possible that if he wouldn't have stopped, who knows what would have happened. I mean, I'm not that in that great shape, and I haven't written this far in so long, and I've been doing it for days in the sun. So the reason I'm saying this is I was really dehydrated. I was really not all there, right. um, and I wasn't all there, Deb, for a couple of days. I mean, I thought I was there. I mean, I really think I was, you know, thought I was right. there.
1: Right. But when I got there, you even said you were just not quite feeling yourself. And I said, it's the dehydration. So you needed to continue and over. Um,
0: yeah, you made me drink over a bunch of stuff. get
1: Get the more fluids in than you would expect just to kind of level out those balances because and, you were still in. And here's the thing. I wasn't urinating. Right. At all. That's the trouble. And when I
0: did, there was, was so that, that's when that you know there sign. was a telltale sign. Right. You know, that things weren't really uh, going too well. And that happened for almost two days. Yes. Right? I right. think so. So you were so you, were, it was you not,
1: were possibly in really bad shape.
0: It was it was not a good situation it. but uh, so it, it took till that third day the, after the 4th of July to where I was my brain was starting to come back and I'm like, "Deb, there's something I'm missing, something I'm not thinking of." And uh, again, I did check with Dan and Dan had a busy weekend with his family and stuff like that and he knew what was going on. But uh, Dan checked with me, uh, you know, after we got back, and he stayed in touch, which was a great thing, and I really appreciate him. It was, it was really a vote of confidence to know that was Dan, mm-hmm. Dan with uh, Dan V Twin was uh, was there uh, helping me out along the way and helping me make some uh, good decisions. I it, think
1: it, you know, and I think that the important part of that is that. We had communicated that trip to Dan earlier, yep. so Dan knew um, when we were going through the review of the motorcycle, making sure it was in its best condition for the trip. He knew what we were, what you had going on, and you know, kind of knew the adventure that you were undertaking and so again, uh, kudos to him, not only for being an amazing yep. friend and a support, but also being there from a mechanic and a professional Absolutely. standpoint to know that when, you know, stuff get, get, goes wrong, we've got someone there in our corner yeah. that we can call and he's been amazing. It's just so. it's,
0: just, uh, it's just a great feeling to know that somebody's there to talk to, to share things with. And of course I shared pictures of the my, my uh, uh, cam bearing and the, uh, and uh, he said yep that looks like what it is so so anyway what i we ended up doing that next day when i got my head a little bit straightened down we ended up calling actually a harley dealer that would be open i think it was a sunday right Deb? yeah it was sunday and it was a couple yeah, just of our get local an idea what we we're looking at because i was thinking oh you know a can bearing it'll be nothing uh, and you know, i'll just put the bearing in, and it and we'll it in but, you be know that's not, this is a this is a major issue we got to make sure uh, that there's no metal from the bearings inside the engine and things like that. So it might mean a whole camera placement and a whole, all sorts of things. Yeah, so, who knows? So once you open it up, you don't so know. So my bike, as we have this uh, uh, show right now, is still sitting and, sitting, sitting in uh, Memphis, Memphis, Texas. Texas. Yeah. My poor thumper sitting in the garage, but he is in good company. He's okay. Uh, but we will see him soon we've got uh, we're gonna be doing some traveling around out here out west and Deb maybe you can take over here because what we did is Deb uh, Deb drove us back uh, it was that Sunday when we that finally Sunday, said yeah. okay look this is gonna be a little bit more because my thought was oh if it's just a few hundred bucks I can have my bike and I could get it fixed and we can get it up here and I could be riding and we'll trailer it wherever we're gonna go because we got this RV here and we're we'll just trailer it wherever we're gonna go and so I, I was trying I guess it was an option optimistic thing, which was probably unusual for me, Deb. It is, yes. So I'm very <laughs> impressed that you even went that optimistic But I route. wanted to be optimistic. It was we like the first ride. day. I didn't want to give it up, you right, know? Right. And so I didn't want to give up the ride. I didn't want to give up my bike. I want my bike. I want my bike now, actually. <laughs> um, so uh, Deb uh, drove us back that day. Yep. and So we uh, got back Sunday. And it's been helter-skelter ever since.
1: It has been. A little bit of uh, insanity and craziness. But you know what? It's been good time. It's been good time with people that we love yep. and having some really quality time to See, spend in with them. Seeing some places
0: we've lived and That's right. our we family's back been to and places things like and that. Reminisced. Photos taken. Yep.
1: Yeah. Today, that Even today, today was a special one. And because a lot of people was,
0: saw that, so that was cool.
1: Yep. So we went back to uh, the location for our first date. Very first date, yep. And so that was pretty amazing. What, and, how many years ago? Um, our Well, in a couple of months, it will be 30 years ago that we had our first date at Fargo's Pizza. Yep. And so we went and had, and not that we were hungry by no means, <laughs> no, but, <'cause>, you know, <laughs> <laughs> leaving town and not knowing when we might get back to that location, it was important. And they were open, and we could fit it in, and it just worked out We had out to make perfect, a reservations
0: so. because the corona. You know. Yeah,
1: for the COVID vi- uh, virus and the yeah, coronavirus COVID. and things. So, you know, we were able to do that. But we are here outside of Canyon City. We are in an RV park, and we do have with us our new Home on Wheels, a new to us Home on Wheels. Um, part of it. Our RV, as you see behind us. So, we will be sharing, we're excited to be sharing a lot of our adventures moving forward. Right. And, and again, we ha- haven't gotten a plan. We are really kind of <laughs> flying <laughs> we, by the seat we of our We barely even
0: got this place.
1: Yeah, so uh, this is busy season um, in this part of the country for camping and again for us in Florida normally this is the time that we are not on the road quite as much because of the heat but out, out in this part of the country where it's cooler in the evenings um, it's a different story everybody's out camping right now so yep. we're we're so fortunate and grateful that we found a location to start yep. our adventure and mm-hmm. kind of kick start this um, without a motorcycle, unfortunately. That's but the sad
0: part about it all. And I see bikes every day. Today, there's no. a lot of bikes out on the road. Beautiful rides. There's a Skyline ride that would be great, that would have been wonderful that we could have rode on, that I wanted to go on. And uh,
1: Yeah, well, and go into the you know, Royal Gorge tomorrow would have been great to be on a motorcycle,
0: too. I, I'm still uh, hopeful that I'll find a bike on the road. Maybe I'll buy one. <laughs> we looked at some today we before did. We, went we went into We went to Fargo's. a shop,
1: and they were just being worked on. They weren't for sale. Of course, that's so. wishful
0: thinking because it has to be the right bike for me. <laughs>
1: Yep, so it's been an adventure and, you know, I think that the flexibility has worked in our favor. Uh and I, but I do want to go back to from a motorcycle road trip perspective is that we really sp- you spent and then us in the packing process spent a lot of time preparing yeah, a lot of preparation. for that road trip to make sure that it was as safe as possible. And the I, you know, I don't know how else it could have been better from a dehydration standpoint other than you know, if you would have you know, drank almost intravenously drank. in the evening time. Water, Gatorade, I whatever gate- it was. I drank
0: lots of water. I mean, to me, it was lots of water. But apparently, I'm I'm losing more, more water than you don't know it. In. And I was wearing the... Um,
1: Moisture wicking. And we, wicking, we bought, so, you know, we bought I mean, special like shirts. Those. And, you know, everything was covered from head to I, toe to make sure that you weren't sunburned other than your face. And that was a whole other There is story. something
0: that I learned. And I, I might have learned this one time maybe with hog and maybe forgot it. Jason said, well, don't you know what it is for distress when you're out on a bike? That's a great point. And I said, no, I don't. I don't remember. What is it? He says, you set your helmet behind your bike on the ground. So, And know, uh, part of the reason I might not have done that is because I had the in views on my helmet, and I was really protective of that. I was worried the whole trip <laughs> that I might drop my helmet and break the in views, which I didn't, thank goodness, and that worked real good for us, for me, um, but I didn't. I, if somebody told me that i forgot it so you guys remember that that's right uh, if you're in distress on your motorcycle i apparently that's what it is i haven't looked it up is to set your motorcycle out uh, or your, your motorcycle helmet. your helmet mm-hmm. out behind your bike on your motorcycle uh, so people know that you're in distress because he had first because went, the
1: interesting part of that is that they had they had passed you heading to get the groceries and then they said two hours later they had passed you heading back home and knew that you did not have actual anything going on at that time so they knew you must have been in a distressed state, just not mentioning that with the helmet behind there. Yep. So and they had passed That's the way you. It turned around, right? And they passed you again and realized that it two was important later, to turn I didn't around. Know I was out there two hours to help. So you know, just I, I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart because it takes a lot for some. First of all, it takes a lot for someone to stop anyway. Yeah. And then secondly, at this time when everything's everybody's so hypersensitive to you know the coronavirus, they were even more giving and generous with what they had to offer Mm -hmm. and you know it didn't matter it really didn't matter it was about helping like that didn't even exist and you know a few things that we've learned about them. They are just such such generous givers. And you know God placed them, I believe, oh, yeah. on your path that day because they're family who knows now. What We're family. That's right. We are.
0: And he, by the way, he rode. He rides. Yeah, he's a he's a motor, He's a rider. That's yeah, he right. rides he's a, a Honda Shadow, mm-hmm. and him and his father rides a Gold Wing, and they are part of the Red Knights. That's right. And I learned a lot about the Red Knights and a lot of other knights. Uh, from them. Uh, So uh, that was really cool. Uh, So they are bikers. So, you know, that's what I I think I said to Jason uh, when he stopped. I said, you know, I said, you ride? He said, yeah. I said, well, that's why you stopped, isn't it? He said, yeah. (laughs) I'm sure there's a lot more reasons to that. But that's right. But but, you know, what we're saying here is the bikers are looking out for bikers. And we had a biker uh, by the name of Jason and his wife Corona, Corona. um, They were looking out for you. And uh, thank goodness um, they were there. That's right. Be something I'll never forget, ever.
1: Yep. So the adventure will continue. Please stay. We don't want to keep on, on going through this at this point because it is getting dark here yeah. out west. And uh, But we want to make sure that you stay tuned to the Check and Deb Show on Biker Life Radio because even though we're not biking at the moment, we've got a lot of adventure and look forward to meeting on our travels other motorcyclists, other bikers, and bringing a lot of their stories and life to you.
0: Yep. Thanks for tuning in and listening. As always, we appreciate each and every one of you, and uh, we're grateful for you, and thank you so much for listening. I'm you, very glad to be here.
1: Yeah, that's right. Me too. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> so you can find us on the com. You can also find us on Facebook and our YouTube channels. And be sure that you subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss an episode. And the YouTube and, channel. That's everything. right. And thank you for joining us. And we will see you again on the road.
0: All right. Take care, everybody. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you. See you soon.